0: abiding citizen what's that bro uh this is um
1: law 17 hat
0: okay because i was about to say i'm surprised you don't have uh, that l is not on there he
1: he he got options he got options he got abiding citizen yeah this is part of the uh first collection i think so but he's pretty heavy on the signature l now okay but this is early on Messing around. With I might have to get names. Duke on here
0: one time because I, I see him doing his thing. Yeah, he doing his thing, man. Me, yeah, I'm not from the outside looking. in. I see him doing his thing. I'm like taking notes, too. Yeah, he
1: been doing his thing, man. He's, he's tapped in with the, with the fashion and um, he's trying to get that off the ground. Both of y'all. Yeah, yeah. Him more so on the business side, me just on the, on the style side.
0: Okay. So uh, you guys
1: are partnering up in the fashion uh, game? Or? Yeah, we are. We are planning to partner up on something. Something very soon. Um, more athletic, more athleisure. Um, yeah, the name of that is will be kinetic. So, yeah, kinetic, we'll kinetic.
0: You just gonna give it out like that? Somebody's gonna be like, yeah, I mean, uh, kinetic. Yeah, it's all it'll good. be it'll be different
1: regardless. It's, it's all good, man. Kinetic. What's that mean? Well, it's really. Have you ever seen like a like a an energy sign? Like there's an energy sign. It's like a like a cross. It's like a, a cylinder, and then another cylinder, and they make like an X. I'm gonna have to Google that and post post it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all about just keeping the energy um, in motion. So things in motion that stay in motion. That's like our our saying. So
0: that that looks like your your training style. Yeah.
1: Like, like as far as motion. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Things and I love movement. I love movement. You know, I'm, I'm I am. Uh, we're all athletes, right? But um i love sports performance man. you talking about people in general or me and you i think all of us in here well right, i i i want to see i want to see rudy and bill in action after this yeah 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 we all athletes you know i mean how they decide to to use their body you know the phrase holds true if you don't use it you, you lose it you know so like you know based off of what they do when they're not behind the camera will determine how they'll they'll you know perform when it's time true you know? okay but yeah. they're but they're an athlete. they're both athletes we're all athletes okay yes. I like how you put that because we all gotta move we all gotta move we all we all know how to walk forward walk backwards push to the side to side that's what athletes do right you're right if there's something in your way you know how to hop C- over coming it. from an athlete I'm like I'm listening yeah you not know you know how to hop over something right Every everyone's we're all athletes like how now how far we want to push that that envelope that's t- completely up to us okay completely up to us now some of us are born with other skill sets of course sure you right yeah of course i was born fast for real yeah Hmm. i was born fast you know how how do we compete with that i mean you could work on your speed right but some things you can't compete with genetics you cannot compete with okay you're right you know what i'm saying (laughs) like Like, compete with yourself (laughs) like like i could work i could work as hard as i want and eat as clean as i want and my body probably will never be as ripped as yours you know Your genetics are different than mine. Different. They're different. Not saying whose is better. I'm just saying they're different.
0: different. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Max Your Mind. I'm Max Philzay, and we got Omar Bolden in the building. What's the dilly? Man, it's great. I'm, I'm grateful to have you over here, bro. I gotta pick your brain. Like, I know we we've trained before. Like, I, off. I didn't, I wasn't. I wasn't ready. Like, low key, I was not ready. You know, like he was like. He's like, do you even lift weights? I was like, I was like, uh, I don't really do these type of movements. But uh, I I seen you in action. Like I, the last video you posted, um, that that should be your brand. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what video I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what video you talking yeah, I, about.
1: I I seen. I was like. That's him, him, him. So the, the whole video should be you. Yeah, man. I mean, I've been I've been working with that brand um very closely for like the past three years, and mm-hmm. um yeah, I, w- I would love to take take our relationship you know, our business relationship to another level for sure, you know. So, yeah, that's a must. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, You know, I, I don't try to rush things, though, you okay. know, when, when the timing is right, you know what I'm saying? I, attitude, I think. I, yeah, I think, you, you know, before anybody could really do serious business with one another, you know, it's about developing a, a relationship and a foundation first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't have no foundation to stand on, then there's, there's no reason to move forward because – and the last thing I want to do is get in business with somebody that I don't know is solid. Right. You know, and vice versa. I'm pretty sure people don't want to get in business with me unless they know I'm solid. True. You know, my my physical um, appearance may not come off as the most trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? Shit, my skin, is, that, my skin is dark. I got tattoos. I got dreads. You know, we're just who, who to, we just talking. We just, we, we're we talking in general. Right. We're talking in general. I'm not talking about anybody in here, but we talking. Like, if I walk down the street, somebody going to be a little nervous. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds funny, but like, I, I see it. You know, right? So you you're aware? Of I'm aware. You aware too? You a black man? Uh, of course. You know what I'm saying? You know, you of know course. what it is. I mean, I, I write stories. I create characters. Yeah, so
0: you know what it is. So. But like we're speaking of foundation. You know, you you're a Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl 50, right? Super Bowl 50. Bowl 50. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, some in, uh, story about the inception, like how you got into football. Yeah. How you became a champ? Like that's. That's yeah. a whole episode on its own.
1: Yeah, man. I um I started football at thirteen. Um, which is maybe a little late for You somebody. from LA? Outside of LA, Ontario.
0: Oh, okay. This is
1: I'm home. This is home. This is home for me. Yeah, this is home for me. So, um but I grew up with hoot dreams. I grew up with hoop dreams. I wanted to play in the NBA, you know? And You were uh, nice? I don't know about that. I, I didn't play long enough to really to get nice, you know, but from my early my adolescent years, you know, I always knew I wanted to be a pro athlete, you know, and initially started with the dream of playing in the NBA. And then um, I had um, a cousin who was playing, two cousins that were playing flag football at the time. And um, uh, uh, I went to one of their games yeah. and one of the coaches just let me play, hop in. He was like, yo, you want to play? And I was like, yeah, I want to play. I've been wanting to play for the longest. My dad really kind of kept me out of football. It was like really pushed me to basketball. Mm-hmm. Why it, is that? I don't know. I don't know, I think, I think the physicality uh, around the sport. Or the risk. The risk, you know. Um, so, um, you know, I ended up playing some flag football, and at that moment, I was like, oh, I really love this sport. You know, I didn't even know, I didn't really understand it or, or, or really know how to play. But one thing, as, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I was born with speed. Right. You know? So, like, when I got on that football field, you know, I, I began to feel free, right? Because okay. I could really, you know, run as fast as I want, you know. And there were other players out there that I was competing against that I was like oh damn I'm a little fa- I'm faster <laughs> you know? and I realized the, I realized that the speed was working in my advantage Dang. you know so um I, I ended up turning 13 I, I convinced my mom to to sign me up behind my dad's back and uh the rest is history man I shoot I, I never I think I dropped the basketball the moment I picked up the football it was for you yeah it was for me it was for me and um I think I took a year off because I played for the city. We didn't have enough kids that signed up. So, really, my freshman year in high school was really my, you know, my, I guess, I was, like, I mean, I played a year before that, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right. You know? Having fun. Just having fun. Just having fun. And I got to high school. Actually, once I got to high school, I was still kind of still having fun. I didn't even realize that football could take me to college, so I was a junior in high school. What's crazy is I didn't even think about going to high going to college. I, you know what's funny is um, I always thought I'd be a pro athlete, but for some reason in my mind I just skipped the college part. Like I didn't I don't know. Like in my mind there was no like, however long that that period was, there was just blank. You know, it was just yo know, okay, we about to go to high train, school, train, perform, train, perform, go go to the league, get paid. You know, but obviously that's that's not the case. Um, and um, so I, I did well in high school. I did really well. I did really well, and um, ended up going to Arizona State out of high school. Um, played as a true freshman there and, um, started to generate some real buzz, had a, a great sophomore year, came back my junior year, got hurt, got hurt my junior year. What, what, what happened? Um, I tore my MCL at practice on some fluke shit. It was it was trash. I ran into another player. Just, yeah, whack. So I tore my MCL there. I had you out for a minute? I had me out for like six weeks, six weeks or something like that. Uh, but I took I took a hell of a chance. I rolled the dice on myself. I was like, I think uh, we had a uh, a new uh, trainer at the time, a new athletic trainer uh, for, like, injuries and stuff like that. And uh, he was like, hey, listen, man, he gave me some real game. He gave me some real game. And I, I know most athletic, athletic trainers don't talk to athletes like this. And I, maybe he saw something in me or, or he knew about my potential, you know. Mm-hmm. But he pulled me in his office and he was like, hey, man, if, there is a way for you to come back next year as a junior if you don't practice again if you don't practice if you don't practice you can't play right and if you do that you could have a chance of getting your year back and i was like okay so you know I, like i said i had missed 6 weeks but the se- I sorry to kind of digress but the season we were like 4 weeks into the season when i got hurt so i missed 6 weeks so that's 10 weeks there's only 12 weeks in college season, yeah. right, so I would have came back week 11, you know, healthy, um, but I didn't feel like I had, an, I didn't want, that. I would have only gotten five games out of my junior year, mm. you know, and I needed more time, I needed more, I needed to put more out there, so, you know, because obviously my goal was to make it to the NFL, right. so I want to put the best things out on tape, you know, Okay. And, uh, and I didn't have enough time, you know, so I was like, all right, you know what, I'm a roll the dice, I'm going to listen to what the trainer talking about, I didn't, I went to practice, but I went in street clothes, I went every day in street clothes. And, you know, coaches could try to influence you to do, you know, what they want to do. But ultimately, you know, the player has, like, all the power. And that's something I, I, re- I learned in that moment, you know. And they'll try to influence you and scare you, you know, with their words and their tactics. They wanted you to play. To play. Practice? They wanted me to play. They wanted me to play. But they wanted me to play for selfish reasons. Now It wasn't for my reason. It wasn't because they knew that, you know, it was going to help my career. They knew I was going to help the team, Yeah, you know. But that wouldn't have helped my career you know i would have lost a, an entire year just trying to help you know um some coaches Short-term that don't, they're not even there no more you know mm-hmm. they you know so it's like that that's that was one moment in in my career where i realized you know you got to always look out for yourself you know the, the player got to take care of himself first and foremost mm-hmm. so anyways i you know i rolled the dice psh, i hit 7 right i get the year back i get the year back i come back as a you said you hit 7 i mean like if i'm rolling the dice you know you hit oh, 7 okay. or 11. yeah i hit 7 right so i hit 7 and um, I come back the next year as a, as a junior again, but Now I'm a redshirt junior. This may sound a little confusing for you or maybe you have your listeners. But, Taking notes. But in college, um, you have four years. Or every player has five years of eligibility, right? But technically, if you were to count freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, that's only four years, right? So every player or student athlete that comes into college has the option to take a redshirt year when they first get there, which just means that they're going to school, they're going to class, and they're going to practice, but they're not competing, right? So the year of el- their eligibility on the field doesn't start until year two, mm. right? So because I played as a true freshman, meaning I played right away when I got there, I had played one year, sophomore year, junior year, I got hurt. I still had that year of eligibility, so I applied it to my fourth year. So instead of coming back as a senior, I came back as a junior again, mm-hmm. all right? So I bought myself another year. Right. Okay. Which was like, when I look back, it was genius. All right. Because I come back my junior year, I'm much more confident. Right. Because any you have an injury, you take now you get to take time away from the game and like dive into it mentally. Right. Because physically, I'm, like the talent has always been there. Right. But like what separates good players from great players is just their mental capacity. Okay. Right. Because everyone's gifted, you know. I'm playing at a Division One college. Everyone's gifted on the field, right? It's very similar to the NFL. Everyone's great. right? Well, how do you separate yourself? You got to be smarter than the next man, right? How do, I put my, how do I put myself in a better position than you? If we're the same speed, same size, I got to know what you're doing before you do be it. More strategic. I got to be more strategic. I got to be more strategic. So I came back to the game more strategic and a smarter player. And, um, you know, that was really my best year of football. I had the opportunity to leave, to go to enter the NFL, uh, the draft. Um, and I got a, a, an evaluation back from the NFL that said I was projected to be drafted in the fourth round. I felt like I was first round talent. I'm like, and that's trash, man. Damn. Like, all right, you know what? It doesn't feel right for me to leave. I'm going to come back to school. I'm going to go back to school as a senior because I want to boost my draft status because I want to be drafted in the first round. Is that a risk to do that? It's a risk. It's a hell yeah, it's a risk. It's a risk, but I thought the ward outweighed the risk because the difference between first round and fourth round is $2 million. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or more, right? right. You know, we we talking, we talking real money. You know what I'm saying? So um, for me, it was like, all right, well, let's go roll the dice again. Oh, you know, we wrote the dice before. Let's bet on yourself. So I did that. Um, this time I wasn't so lucky. You know, I ended up injuring myself in spring. In the springtime, I end up tearing my ACL. Actually, tearing my ACL. Bam, can't even compete. Takes me out for the whole season. Was that during training or? This was during the spring. This is during the spring. So it's like around this time. Okay. It's like around this time, and um, it was actually in April. Takes me out from whole senior year. Bam. so Now I don't even play. So now I can't even. I can't even uh, uh, take advantage of the opportunity that I, I awarded myself by coming back. Um, so that was a frustrating time, very trying time in my life. You know, at that moment I had exactly nine months from the date that I tore my ACL to the day of the draft, right? And if you or your listeners, you know, an ACL injury typically takes nine to 12 months to recover, you know, and I needed to be 100%, you know, ready to go within six. It was a very tough task, very, very challenging, challenging time, you know, and, um, but, you know, I was able to persevere through that moment, you know, those moments, and um so you, you know, recovered quickly? No, nah, I didn't recover quickly. It took me it took me some time. You know, I ended up getting drafted in the fourth this is crazy. I still ended up getting drafted in the fourth round, right? Even though you didn't play, even though I didn't play, even though I didn't play, which is um why I would never encourage an athlete to stay in school. Nah, you could always come back to school, right? If mm. take your chance, fam. Take your chance because I mean, yeah, I got drafted in the fourth round, but I never really feel like I returned back to the player that I once was, you know, because of the injury. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I ended up getting drafted in the fourth round, bam, and now I'm in the league, fam. So, you know, time the time is uh, incredible. It was 2012, and I'm, Peyton Manning just comes to Denver the same year that I get drafted to Denver. And I'm like, all right, man, we in a good situation. You know? When you said you were never uh, the same player, you didn't yeah. fully recover? Yeah, the- yeah. I mean, but by the time I recovered... Um, by the time I recovered was like midway through my rookie year, like back to my original self. Mm. Um, but because I wasn't like my original self going into training camp, you know, the opportunities that um, I really didn't get the opportunities to compete for the job that I wanted to ever again. Yeah, yeah. Rookie year. It's Rookie year. Rookie year. And, um, and then the business side of football takes over, you know, like NFL is a business, you know, and every year. So I got drafted in the fourth round. The next year, they drafted a guy at my position in the third round, Mm. right? So, it's a round ahead of me, and just because it's business, you know, he's got to get more opportunities than me. The following year, they draft another guy at my position in the first round, you know, so now me from the fourth round and homie from the third round, we both get pushed out the way. What position? Corner. Okay. Corner, and that's just the nature of the business, you know. Unfortunately, once you reach the NFL or NBA or pro baseball or any pro sports, you know, like – a lot of the game goes out the window, you know. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of um if the team is financially invested in you, you know, more than another player, they're gonna give
0: business at the end of the day. It's business, business is business. Right.
1: So, um which position
0: did you prefer over corner?
1: <clears throat> well, I love I would have loved to play corner, but unfortunately for me I got moved around quite a bit. Well, not fortunately, it was it was pretty good. I mean, I guess, I guess that's something to say about my skill set, but um, you know, I mainly played safety. While I was there, but I would have loved the opportunity to really play corner, you know, like that's that's what I got drafted as and I never really had that opportunity in the NFL, you know, so but I mean, like I got it's like a first world problem, man, you know, like I I was able to win a Super Bowl. I went to two Super Bowls one one, you know, built relationships that'll last a lifetime and you know, football set me up for or gave me a great head start on life.
0: How has, it, how has it transformed your mind? Because like uh, early on, you, you wanted sports. You were like basketball, mm-hmm. and then football. But then when you started football, you were like pro athlete, NFL. That's all you had. You were thinking about. So how did you evolve during that process or after that process, that journey?
1: I would say that I developed the mindset of. Well, I think I was on the path of developing a mindset to being a pro early on in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, before I could even. Realize, really understand what i was really doing you know i mean i knew i was working hard but you know like i remember being in high school and uh getting up 5 a.m in the morning my dad's on the way to work he's on the way at the house and he's asking me what i'm up for i'm like i'm going i'm headed to the school i gotta go work out before before school start you know and i remember, vacation. yeah i remember him looking at me like he <laughs> gave me this look like oh you kind of you different You know, it was, it was an awkward moment, not an awkward, but it was just a moment between my dad and I, you know, where I kind of felt like, okay, maybe I am doing something right, you know. Um, So like doing things like that, right, helped set me apart from my competition, you know, in high school. And I realized by doing extra work or being more dedicated or more disciplined than the next man, right, will help me achieve the goals that I wanted to achieve, right. Mm -hmm. So I take that mindset with me into college that mindset gets me to the NFL. Okay. So now I'm in the NFL and I still have the same mindset. Um, unfortunately for me and my, you know, my NFL career ended just like my college career due to injuries. Right. So now I'm back into the real world you know, mm-hmm. I still have the same mindset. Right. So I've still adopted one thing that the things that never left me is everyone always talks about hard work, but I try not to ever mention that because anybody could work hard one time. Right. It's about consistency. Make it a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. <laughs> Make it a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you worked hard. Okay, but for how many days? Uh, okay, well, how many months? I guess it sounds nice. Uh, how many years? You know, anybody could come out here and say they worked hard today. That's, man, be consistent, right? So things like consistency, di- discipline, um, and dedication, are things that I took with me into the real world, you know? And it's crazy because I, I my career ends in 27 years old. Right. I I got a few dollars in my pocket, but I'm not like uber rich. You know what I'm saying? But, I, you know, it's, it's buying me some time to figure some things out. But I'm like at ground zero. You know, imagine like a college student, you know, leaving college at 22, 23, trying to figure out what what they're going to do in life. You know, right. that, that's where I was at 27, because, you know, when I left college, I went straight. Football. football right so my my real life hasn't really started you know right. don't get me wrong like playing football it's amazing i'm living out my dream right but at some point every player every pro athlete has to transition back to aspects of life to the real world you got to get back into the real world it doesn't matter how even if you got sitting on 20 million right you gotta do something that's pa- that you know that you're passionate about mm-hmm. well you're just gonna be bored you know with life so um yeah i, I took that same mindset and just decided to carve out a new life for myself how was that transition mentally Did, was it easy like, hell no nah, it, it was tough it was tough it was so tough you know um really not knowing what to do with myself mm-hmm. you know and i'm so used to having a schedule from seven to seven you know everything's lined up out, out for me very very structured mm-hmm. almost like militant almost you know and going to like a free structure now where i have to create had to create I had to figure out what type of structure I want in my life and yeah. then implement it. And, and what works. And what like. works and what doesn't, you know? And then find other things that I'm passionate about. You know? So that took some time, which was, you know, great that, you know, I have made a few dollars from the NFL. Cause I, I like I said, I bought that shit bought me some time. Right. So like when I finished playing in the league, I thought like I wanted to do fashion. Mm-hmm. So shit, I invested in I rolled the dice. I invested in myself. I moved to New York um, I started working with the startup company for free. Like I wasn't making any money. I just wanted experience. I wanted I wanted to see if that was what I wanted to do. Right. You know? And I just I took the same shit that I'm doing now. Get up early, take your ass to the gym, get to work on time, absorb as much information as you can, apply it to your life. Right? Or I was I, in New York. It was incredible. It was incredible. It was one of the greatest things I ever you did. You didn't stay though? No, I didn't I didn't stay. I didn't stay. It was really expensive. It was really expensive. And um at the time, you know, not even at the time. I knew I wanted to live here. Okay. I knew I wanted to live here. But there was something about New York that I just wanted to experience that. I wanted to live there. I wanted to get on the ground with the real people. Um, and then just develop a an East Coast network. The fashion uh, game is crazy over it's there. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know? So it was like, shit, if, if fashion is what I want to do and that's the Mecca in the United States, then I better take my ass there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That I'm trying to be in that environment. You know what I'm saying? So I can rub shoulders with the right people, you know what I'm saying? And brush elbows with the right people. Otherwise you know, how else am I going to create opportunities, mm-hmm. you know? Like, act- opportunities come to those who are actively pursuing them, mm-hmm. right? You can't just wish and hope for opportunities. You gotta take, take initiative. You got to take initiative, fam. Yeah? You got to take initiative. So that's what I did, man. I, I moved to New York and, you know, ultimately ended up moving back. But that experience alone was incredible. It was um, so important for uh, the next phase of my life. Mm.
0: Yeah. And so, like, with your, the way you train now, like, um, I know you. You got you got the app. Yep. Yep. X two. X X two. Yep. I can't keep up your workouts. Every time you you make a post, it's like a different workout. Like, are you are you creating these workouts? Like, yeah, are you Customizing of new
1: new exerc- exercises I make because look. I seen I'm seeing movements that I'm like. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I try to do things that I think would translate to sports performance. You know, okay. so like, yeah. I mean. Uh, and then also too right the things some of the things that i do are for myself right to keep me f- keep things fun and fresh for me right but a lot of a lot of things that people see from me are, may not be best for you know the average person right okay. i think a lot of the content that i post a lot uh, excuse me one of my biggest goals is to create that wow factor right now you and, look like you train for comeback. <laughs> cuz i know i know that's going to get people to say oh wow you know, I, and, and engagement, engagement, you know, and that's what we're, I mean, we're, you know, we, we're both in the social space. You know, we, we, you got to learn how to play. We're playing a new game. You know, it's, it's, it's well, actually it's a wild, wild west right now. Yeah, like, there's really no rules. And like 20 years, people are going to look back and be like, damn, I made a I made a shit ton of money from social media or some people are going to say I did and whatever. But it's the the game's going to change. They're going to they're going to. At some point, you know they gonna find a way to cap it. What's going on, That's on here? True. Right now, it's the wild, wild west, though. It's, right, it's crazy. It's still in uh, birthdays. Yeah, but still in birthdays. Right? Like we live in a beautiful time because right now we're we're in the heat of it, you know. Mm. Um, but like in twenty years, it won't be like what it is right now. Something, Guaranteed. something else will start. You know, something else gonna innovation. start. Yeah, for sure. And then like, just like, just like the government gets a hold of like. Uh, Marijuana, the marijuana business, right? Now they take a cut of everything, right? Eventually, they're going to get a hold of the social media business, right? Do you think these big corporations and huge uh, uh, Fortune 500 companies enjoy watching these influencers generate all this revenue from? But if the influencers are making this much money, how much are they making off the influencers? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Billions. You would hope. You would hope. But I mean Facebook I'll Twitter. be the first to tell you that shit followers don't equate to sales oh that, I learned that big time. you know what I'm saying so you will hope you will hope I don't know who knows it's a different uh different language Absolutely. Different
0: presentation like I personally don't like to sell because I feel like if somebody's interested in
1: what I'm offering they'll they'll come I'll just let let them know but but, but how do they know that you're buying you're selling? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How does someone know that? I had thing? to learn that. And that's the tough thing about it. It's like, we, you know, generally speaking, like, we're modest individuals, right? We don't want to just be throwing shit in everyone's face every day. Because yeah, like, I, I don't want that, I don't like when people do that to me, so. Right, but then again, you'll watch TV. I don't have cable, but I once did. And if you have cable, shit, same commercial comes on four or five that's times true. within one hour yeah. of, of a show that you're watching. And you never say anything about it. It took me a while to look at myself. We gotta have that same type of mindset when we come to like our own brands. brands. Because who else gonna push? Who gonna push your brand more than you? No one. No one. No one's gonna push X two more than me. No one. No one. So I gotta push it. I have to put you. You have to push your brand. You know. So, I mean, those are things we're just learning now. You know, there's like it's not like there's a course. I wish there was a course for this. You know, and you could take it, but it's so new. You take the course and it, it. Changes and you gotta adapt, and you gotta adapt. That's that's the social like Wild Wild West it's right Wild Wild West, but I mean the the best teacher is experience. So like I'm glad that we're in the heat of it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Learning, you know, because at, at some point we are gonna have a grasp on on exactly what's going on, and you are gonna know how to maximize your your potential. And we'll be teaching somebody else. Yeah, for sure.
0: What What is fitness to you? Because when I see you train, you look like you're in like. Therapy mode, like it looks like that's something you gotta have, but that's from the outside looking in. What's fitness? Nah, for you?
1: that's definitely it's definitely um it's my escape for sure. It's definitely therapy for me. Um, yeah, and I I pretty much work out by myself all the time. You prefer it? No, nah, I don't prefer it. I don't prefer it, but you know, due to the current climate, you know, and then I, I built the gym at the crib, so like it's the pretty, humble gym is called the humble yeah, gym. The humble the gym. gym. The humble gym is pretty easy for me just to go outside and get that work and also too like working out with other people is incredible. That's one thing I miss about being at a gym, Mm. you know, like energy pre pre COVID is that energy. Um, but also like working out with other people, I have to depend, I have to like coordinate times, Mm. you know what I'm saying? And that's a lot for me. You know, I got a lot of, I got a lot of stuff going on. So I, I I try to link up with people and work, but sometimes it's just much easier for me to get my work in in this certain window that I have right now, because I got X, Y, and Z later on in the day, right? You know, so you, you want to sh- uh, share
0: about some of your projects or goals for 2021?
1: Uh, one of my biggest goal, one of my biggest goals is to do more on screen entertainment. So like, content, digital content, digital content. Um, I'm working on a short myself, um, but I want to do more acting. I wanna, okay, I want, yeah. I, I, really want, I really want to like... You got the personality. Yeah, I think I got the personality. Um, but, I, you know, I need to sharpen my skills for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I don't play anything. You know what I'm saying? Anything I want to do, I going to take it serious. You know, I respect the craft, mm-hmm. you know, so... You um, get into acting classes or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I've been to acting classes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, for real. I, You know, I'm, I'm one person who's going to invest in himself and, um, and we, really, really take the time to dive in.
0: Who you got uh helping you develop this
1: short writing in it, producing it? Well, I have um, a uh, in-house videographer, mm-hmm. right, and him and I. We're actually working on a short and and like maybe a film, maybe a cartoon. I don't know what it's gonna be, mm-hmm. but we got two projects that we're working on for sure. Yeah, um, one of those projects is me, him, my girl together and another one is just him and I working on it together. If
0: you so. want any help with the short, let me know. I like to...
1: For sure, man. The uh, more the yeah. merrier you because yeah. don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I,
0: I've done it. I've shot three short films and um, not saying I have all the experience, but I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, looking forward to... You write? Write, direct. I, I'm mainly a creative producer. So like I wrote my three projects, but in the future I'd partner with an experienced screenwriter to yeah, develop yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. Because like writers write all week. Me, I write just to, like, you know, pre- have something to produce mm-hmm. and um, direct. I direct, but, again, I would get a more experienced director to come on board. For sure. Like, uh, I'm more like, I would say, like, a, a producer that brings the crew and cast together mm-hmm. like, cre- creatively. Yeah. And that's, that's—
1: I mean, that's a skill, too. <laughs> <laughs> there's no project unless— uh, uh, You know, to in order like, to uh, bring the right people in, that's that's yeah. like a head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I enjoy Make sure that. you got the right people in
0: place, Yeah. So uh, let let me know uh, when you guys need some help. Like, nah, for sure. Even if it's
1: just a phone call, yo, we are doing this. Like, nah, I'm definitely gonna tap in with you, bro, and and just pick your brain. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, the, um, taking initiative, creating. That's you know, you already know. Like, that brings up more opportunities. Yeah. And uh, with the digital platform, it's wild, wild west right now. It's like a, it's a fireplace and needs it needs content yeah, every day, daily. And um. Congratulations on a nice and neat podcast oh thank you bro you duke, duke and jalen started that yep. how, how long have you been um planning for this podcast
1: uh we've been planning this podcast probably probably been talking about it for like two years now'
0: Because i've seen uh duke and um who else, uh, um oh Osa, Osama, the, Osama, Osama Osama, yeah they 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 did some lives where they were talking about relationships and stuff i tuned mm-hmm. in i was like this is this is great like i don't I haven't seen a lot of brothers get on a a digital platform and just like share you know, vulnerable information and truth truth about themselves and relationships about men. And I was like, so the podcast is like, it's a good move. And I've watched every episode so far. Thank you. Good content. Yeah, thank you. Keep that up.
1: Yeah, man. We started that. uh, We started the thought probably started about two, three years ago, you know, prior to living with my girl. Uh, Me and Duke were roommates for three years. You know, so these You guys go these, back. These conversations that we're having on on Nice and Neat, man, we've been having these for years. Uh-huh. You know, like challenging conversation, you know, like talking talking through scenarios all the time. That was something Duke and I did on a regular, like, okay, so what happen, what would you do if this happened? You know, yeah. or what would you we always want to talk scenarios, you know, just so we're always I think um part of the reason that, you know, people become so successful in life is because they're prepared. Mm. Right? So like my biggest thing, or, or excuse me, our biggest thing was always, like, how can we be as prepared as possible, Right, you know? And you you learn through sports that you prepare for as much as you possibly can, you know? That's how you stay prepared, you know? Anything that someone possibly can and will do probably will happen. What know? is it about you too that even wanted to talk about
0: preparation? Because, like, sometimes, bros, we just talk about now and...
1: I think... <laughs> I think just trying to um, create a new uh, social stigma around, you know, black men, Mm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, we don't talk enough. We don't talk enough. Why, why, why not? You know, and And what's wrong and what's wrong with each other. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? You know, it's okay to be vulnerable. You can still be a manly man and be vulnerable. That's part of it. That's part of it. I believe that's no. that is part of it. You know, it's like, it's okay to show empathy to the next person. You don't always have to be so cold and, you know, and tough. You know, it's okay to you know to tap in with your emotions, and that's one thing we want to bring to the forefront. You know, so yeah, that's yeah, another. And then Jelan. yeah, and Jelan, is—we've all been friends for seven, eight years now. You know, so you know, prior to uh, Jelan just being our friend and brother, you know, he was our barber. You know? Right. So like, I remember the
0: last time I was there, he 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 was already having these type of conversation with like yeah. the people there.
1: Yeah, I mean, think about think about how intimate you know that time is when you get a haircut, mm. right? He's having those conversations 12 times a day with 12 different people. Right. You know, it's like. You guys had some practice. We had practice without it. You know, we, we've been preparing for the moment, you know, so uh, we, we're finally glad that, that we're here and it's all come to fruition. And um, the, the episodes are now rolling out. Yeah, so.
0: we appreciate your shooting that content and sharing that value. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. For,
1: thank you, bro, for the.
0: Taking um, initiative. Yeah. Big one. That's a uh, big one.
1: Yeah. That's a big one. Because
0: uh, speaking of initiative, you have you heard of an I Am Athlete?
1: I, I love I Am Athlete. I'm, I Am Athlete is one of our biggest inspirations. Likewise. It's huge. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I love that podcast. I just watched it. Excuse me. I just watched the podcast last night. The newest episode with Cam Newton. I got to like catch up on that one. But, yeah. But uh, I, I, that's
0: new to me. I'm like, me on YouTube watching uh, podcast episodes is, is something new to me. But I'm like, the value is there. It's, I'm not getting that on TV. Yeah,
1: I mean, and I don't I mean, watch. That's why I don't have cable. Mm. That's why I don't have cable, bro. Because I like to have control of what I'm going to consume. Right. You know, when you have cable TV, sometimes you just turn it on and just be a bunch of bullshit. Just be on. Like I'd rather nothing be on, if if it's just gonna be bullshit. Right. It's gotta you be su- some substance. It's gonna be some substance. You know, if, is it gonna educate me? You know, is it gonna um, inspire me? You know, motivate me? You know, what's it gonna do for my mental space? Right. You know, is it going to put me at peace? Because if so, I'm, I'm down. But if it's going to make, if it's going to take my peace, you know, or make me uninspired, you know, or make me drift. I don't want to drift. Right. I don't want to drift, man. Definitely got be watching. I don't want to be lost road. in idle time. Time is, it, we all know it's, it's the one thing we can't get back, so it's the most expensive thing we have, you know? Mm. So, nah, you know, I, I want to be very um, specific with what I'm consuming. You right. Know? What I'm digesting.
0: It's good that you're, you're aware of the, the influence of what you're digesting. And a
1: lot of us are not. Well, I mean, I'm human, too. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm not as well, but I try to be as much as possible. Yeah, You know? like it, it takes work. Yeah, for sure. Even Instagram. Like, you know, one thing I've been doing as of late, which uh, the homie just told me about, there's an uh, option on your search. If you hold down a picture, like not a search, you know, on the um, Explorer page. Explore page be a bunch of... Sh- oh, yeah, you, you can click, I don't like this. I'm not interested. <laughs> oh, the homie just put me onto that. Oh, that's 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 game-changing. That, that, that that's helped game me change. a lot. That's, man, I'll put... Listen, all I want to see is fashion and other people out here working hard in their fitness. That's right. all I want to see. I don't want to see nothing there's else. There's a lot of distractions. There's a that. lot of distractions, and I'm so happy that Instagram put a tool like that in place. So if you don't want to be distracted... you can cut, cut back? Cut back. You got all the power. True. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, and even
0: with the the people we follow, it's like is the- people you follow people that you want to network collaborate with to they inspire you or help you progress any, anywhere in life, or are you just following people just because you got a follow option like right? that's yeah. that's another thing where I, I focus on it because like we we spend a lot of time on our phones, and it's like naturally over time it's just like automatic like let me just see what's going on right quick, yeah so I, I uh, curate what, what I'm seeing as much as uh, as possible yeah same. Relationships.
1: you married. Uh, no, nah, I'm not married yet. Uh, you're, 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 you're practically married. <laughs> I'm, I'm single married. <laughs> single married. I'm single married. So, but, I'm single but,
0: married. But you agree there's some married marriage in there. No. That's for, a serious I, relationship.
1: I, I'm, I'm single, I mean, I, I live with my girl, right? So legally, we're not married, right? Mm-hmm. But if we got married tomorrow, what would change? Paperwork. Paperwork. A ring. Other than that, like... We still going to go to bed the same. We still going to wake up the same. That's going to change. So, yeah, I'm basically single married. What, what's some advice for
0: the guys out here in L.A. like as far as um how to conduct themselves? Like I've heard a lot of it from, from you, mm-hmm. Jalen. Um, my audience might not have heard yet. I'll, I'll have the links in the description. But uh, what's some advice you can give us? And like, you know, I, one of the things you guys talk about is uh position yourself, getting yourself ready for like a serious relationship. If That's what you want as a man. Yeah. Um, that that's like part of the initiative yeah but. yeah
1: well I, you know what I'll do is um, I'll actually just reiterate you know the five keys mm. to keeping the woman you want right because a, a, you know a lot of times people want to talk about getting a woman right but right. it's pretty easy to get the woman right. right you know well maybe it's not pretty easy to get the woman <laughs> but w- what's really hard is keeping the woman right. right and so the first key is be a man of your word Right. Be who you say you're going to be. You know, I think that's what men need to get back to is like committing to your word. You know mm-hmm. if you say you're going to be here on time, be here on time. If you say you're going to pull up for me, pull up for me. You know, if you say you're going to take up the trash, take out the trash, whatever it is. Right. Number two is take the initiative. Right. Women don't always want to, you know, have a man ask them what they want to do. Nah, they want to be what told, they want to be told, yo, get ready at 7.30. I'm going to pick you up and, and I'll show you once we get there. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's some bullshit. You got to take the initiative, right? Um, uh, what was number three was you got to let your woman or a woman get a sense of your ambition, right? So Sometimes sometimes you may not be in a spot where you want to be financially, and that's okay. That's part of life. That's part of growing, Right. But as long as the woman sees you out here hustling and trying to make it for yourself, you know what I'm saying? She's going to respect that. Right. Don't, like, we, can't, we can't overlook that. Mm. Don't overlook. Like, let her see how ambitious you are. Everyone, if you go back and look at anyone's story, they all start from the bottom. Everyone start from sure. the bottom, you know? Unless you're, unless you're one of the few selected few who come from, you know, from money, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? And you have that, that amazing head start in life. But for the most of us, we all start from the bottom. Women, too so they understand, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Number three is, this is three and four, number four and five. Four is being able to communicate, right? Effectively. And number five is being able to listen, which is, the demo are like the same thing, right? A lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but like if you could find a way to master those five things and on top of that, you know, you got good dental hygiene. You know, you're <laughs> carrying you yourself well, right? And you're respectful. You could pretty much, you know, manifest any situation you want. You know, so at least that's what I believe. You know, those are and those are like models we live by. You know, and that we follow. How'd you come to
0: grasp with these things? Like, you had some, uh,
1: trial, some failures? trial Trial and error. Trial and error. You know. Yeah, man, I, I haven't always been a, such a polished dude either. Mm. You know, right? there are times in my life where, you know, I probably could have handled situations a lot better. Mm. You know, and you know, just the idea of wanting to, you know, I think a lot of times men get kind of peer pressured into like being players, you know, playboys. You know, yeah, there's a lot of that. There's, going there's, on. there's a lot of there's a lot of like societal pressure from like from other men. It's like that's true. I, I told this dude
0: once uh, I was looking for a wife. He was like, for what? and i was like for what i mean isn't that what yeah that's part of
1: life but yeah wife child that's the same that's the same dude in high school pressing another kid talking about some you lost your virginity yet you ain't got none yet yeah. what's up what's up you know and it's like that type of pressure from the outside that makes you, that sometimes makes people be not even who they really are right it's to you fit know? in it's just to fit in it's like damn that's all the homies is doing so i guess i should do it too you know and so, they, they usually got a loud mouth loud
0: voice of course so i'm like we gotta speak up more because people think you know all the same. Like some some women are like oh God, all men are like this. Like
1: yeah, <laughs> and and I think and I hate to go back to it, um, but you know that's one thing we're trying to highlight. Mm-hmm. You know through nice and neat that you know it's there are other men out here who are stand-up dudes and who see life from a different perspective. Yeah, you know definitely. How would you come up with the name nice and neat? Man, uh, I, a big shout out to one of my former teammates, uh, Keep Lee, man. He used to say it all the time when we were teammates in Denver. And uh like one of our one of my earliest memories with, with him being on the team is him just saying, Oh yeah, that's nice and neat. You know, it it may we may have been watching film and oh. and he was like, Oh yeah, that's nice and neat. And I was like, Oh, I love that's that. clean. I love it's clean. It's clean, it's clean. So shout out to t a to lead, man. Um yeah, we um uh, we took that. I took I mean, I've been saying, I've been using it for four or five years now. Was was know. he
0: was he watching a. Football, When you were saying nice and neat, or was it, was it fashion? No, it was football. Okay, it was football. See, because now I'm like envisioning seeing some action and then seeing that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see some action in, uh, with the nice and neat branding uh, coming together.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're definitely working on something like that for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, he was literally watching a play and maybe the movement that, that he was watching, maybe it was himself. I forget. He said what that's it was. nice and neat. He was like that's I like nice that. and neat. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was uh, inspired by fashion. No, it was like you guys are. It kind, of, it kind of uh, embodies who we are, though, in general. Okay, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm saying? So nice that's why we ro- that's why we rolled with it. Yeah. 20. How'd you overcome 2020? Oh man, I I navigated it through the best way I could, man. Um, and you know, I think the 2020 year of 2020 was uh, like the year of uh, of of uh, pivoting. Like, can you pivot or not? You know there's there's a lot of people that there's had a second to, athlete that, <laughs> yeah, it's like oh shit, I had to be an athlete in real life, you know I had to mental be, mentally mentally that's a better way to say it I had to be an athlete athlete mentally, you know, I had to uh transition and pivot into a a new way to generate some business, you know mm. because for myself, you know I, I have personal training in person, yeah, you know that was the bulk of my business, I was doing some um social media stuff partnerships. Um, Partnerships. I was doing a little bit. I, I mean, I'm doing a lot now, which is uh, I'm so thankful for. But at that time, at the start of 2020, I was just, just doing a few every now and again, mm-hmm. you know. So, but the bulk of my of my business was generated through, you know, in person yep. um, training. So um, for me, it was just like, shit, sink or swim. What are we going to do? You know, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Well, you know, there's always you know, a way to solve the problem. All right, you know, everyone's sitting here identifying. Well, we, we know what the problem is, right? The problem is we can't go to work. All right, well, cool. There's got to be another way. What other options? What other options do I have? All right, cool. Let me look around from some people who are successful in the field that I'm in. Oh, a lot of these people are online. Yeah. Shit, what am I doing? I should have been online. Yeah. Should have been online, you know? So then I started pushing that and um, digital products. Digital, digital products. IP. Let me. Let, intellectual property man How, all right let me create me an e guy pam me get that off the ground right let me go harder into um x2 let's develop our own software let's get off of we were on um this um, uh this platform called playbook you know yeah. so they they just own the distribution you know and it, it was a great is a great way to start but shit now I want something for our own you right. know what i'm saying so you know create like ownership is what what everyone needs you know you want to co- we want to own the rights to your content you know yeah. and, and, and all your intellectual property, so um yeah, I mean that w- that was it for us. It was like shit, shift gears, get ass online and and, and punch it there, you know um luckily for me, I got my kind of got my my hands in a little bit of everything you know I got some stuff going with my girl as to. well. you have to, you have to you got we got really hustle out here if you want to really make it especially
0: you know? after what we learned from 2020 like certain doors are clo- shut they're closed but a lot of them are opening. That's true. I,
1: like a light, for, for, gonna guys, for, for guys like yourself and I, man, that exists in this social space, man. There's like, there was an article written about 2020 about funding going into social. You're like, there's more funding than ever before are going into social media influencers and um and social media marketing, um for 2021 and beyond. You know, so more mm. doors are opening. You know, 2021 for 2021. Mm. 2021 <laughs> so it's it's just it's just about finding position what position for that you got to position yourself you got to position yourself and you're always making yourself as marketable as possible right yeah um you know and not making sure not to you know um burning the bridges for yourself you know because what you put out there is like once it's out there it's out there yeah. you know even oh, if right. you, even if you delete it you know what i'm saying all they take is one person to screenshot it it's, yeah, it's there, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. So, so being being very cautious and aware of, of the image that you're you're creating for yourself, you know, because perception is really everything, you know. And so, I, obviously, until someone can have a percep a different perception of you than I do, right? But they don't necessarily know you, right? Right. So perception is everything. It's reality. It, and it, it, and perception the is reality platform. until someone meets you, and then they get to get to know you, and then they create whatever their own perception, mm-hmm. right? But if someone doesn't know you, you got to create that you know the right thing that you want them to see yeah. of you you know so public
0: affairs public relationship
1: yeah I, I
0: noticed you travel a lot what yeah is, what inspired that I, I, like when that start
1: my rookie year in the nfl my you, first my first rookie offseason, i was like i'm out of here you i need a break I, not even needed a break i just never i've never been anywhere right. i had never been anywhere my entire life you know the, the furthest i've ever went was like florida I remember hitting you up for advice. I was like, Tulum or Cabo? Yeah. <laughs> like Tulum, man. Yeah. I, I yeah.
0: still haven't been to Tulum. You went so to Cabo I, instead? I, I scheduled Tulum, but there was a hurricane, so they
1: canceled my flights. Damn. So I went to Cabo instead. Still yeah. got to make it to Tulum. Yeah, yeah. I actually haven't done. Cabo is the one hot spot in Mexico that I haven't done. But every, every other place in Mexico that people talk about are pretty much hit. Right. Um But, yeah, man, I, you know, I think I went to Jamaica in 2013. And then I just started traveling, really all over. I, I love like tropical beaches, islands. You know, and I think at heart, you know, I'm, I'm really an island dude. You know, like, so you know, I, I've been to Jamaica, Bora Bora. Or I went to Jamaica, Hawaii, Bora Bora. Uh, uh, oh, bro, that's, that's that's on the list right there. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was so beautiful out there. Um, then I started venturing off to where, where did I go? I went to Italy. I went to South Africa. Um, bunch of t- I've been to Mexico a bunch of times, but I think what inspires me is that you know my dad. My dad is 77 years old. He's never been out the country, right? I'm trying now more than ever to get him out the country. He's but not interested. Hmm? He's not interested. He's interested. He's just he's older, so he's he's more concerned with the the virus. Okay. Than I am. Mm-hmm. My main goal is to get him out the country, like off of U.S. soil, ASAP. But what I was getting at is that, you know, growing up, my dad was always big on like, yo, if I had the money, I would I would be here. If I had the money, I would take you guys there, mm. you know? So just hearing those type of things um, growing up, I was just like, shit, when I get me some bread, man, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, man. I'm not really, I'm not really, um, uh, like, I don't need multiple cars. I've had the same car for seven years, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't need... Hella jewelry. Like, that's not where I want to spend my money. I want to spend my money on experiences, you know? Experiences. Because, so like, yeah, ex, you know, and the one thing I learned through traveling. Priceless. They're priceless. One thing I learned through traveling is that, um, you know, wherever you go, you gain new perspective, right? And when you gain new perspective, your mind expands, meaning it can never return to what it once was, right? So I could, now I see the world in this way, and I can never go back to seeing it this way because I've now seen it differently, you know? You so got to travel more. You got to travel more. We have to travel more. We have to understand that there's a lot more than what's going on in America. Mm-hmm. You know? There's the, out like the we, box. we think we think we be struggling here. And don't don't get me wrong, but I'm sure, I'm sure we do be struggling, right? Yeah. I'm I'm not saying I, I none of us know what's going on with any of us, right? So there is hardship all the time, right? But when you get outside outside the US, right, and you see what's going on in, in Mexico in like the bad cities in Mexico, the bad cities in Africa, you know, all over the world, there are slums everywhere. People mm-hmm. were walking around barefooted, you know. I'm sure you know you Haitian, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. You know, you know, you know what it's looking like in Haiti. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So makes like, it makes you look at your uh, situation a little different. A little different. <laughs> a little different. You, know, you you start to appreciate other things. You know, like the real things that matter in life. So, yeah, you got to travel. I love traveling, man. I'm, I'm I'm shit. This morning, I was talking with a friend about going somewhere else. The so next said, location. Yeah, the next location.
0: Distractions. How, how do you how do you start those distractions? <clears throat> Cause like with all the progression, the steps you've taken forward, you must have ran into some uh, obstacles here and around you that you had to, you know, yeah, to
1: sleep. Yeah, um, man, I
0: uh, you be in the zone. There's a few different. Like,
1: I, for me, it's it's like uh, finding quiet time, right? And maybe in that quiet time, it's reading or listening to an audio book. Um, or maybe it's just silence, but it, every time I'm able to disconnect, um, I'm able to put in the forefront of mind what's, like, really important, right? And when you know what's really important in your life, you understand where the distractions are and what they may be and where they may be coming from and how to avoid those, you know? So it's like, if I'm determined, if I'm studying for something, right, let's just say I'm studying to gain another certification or something like that, Right? and I need to be locked in for the next 4 weeks. Well, I know going out and hanging out with my friends, you know, that's a distraction for me. It's going to take me out of that mental space and although I may need a mental break for a moment, right? I know what's going to happen when I go out, right? Mm. I'm not a square, you know. So like <laughs> I'm going to have me a drink, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to have me a drink or two. I'm going to have some fun, you know? And when I do that, it's it's an easy way to escape, but it's also an easy way to forget about what's important. You know, and so when you're doing those type of things, sometimes it's sometimes it, like, as people we can't make everything. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we feel like we got to be so committed to our friends and to other things that we we lose sight of what's important for us. You know, sometimes it's term. okay. It's okay to miss out on the event. It's okay. There will be another event. It's okay to miss out on the part. There will be another party. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think when, once you, are for me, I'm able to. Find those moments in silence, you know, or in private time. You
0: take that time out daily or how? Daily. Oh. Daily.
1: So for me, my, so I get up at 6 a.m. every day, right? I don't have, to, technically, I don't have real work that starts until 8 a.m., right? But for those two hours, one, because I live with my girl, so I have to be a boyfriend at home too, right? So those two hours in the morning are for me, right? My personal time. I get up, I pray. Right. Go. Meditate. May read. may just sit in silence. Hmm. Right. Whatever it is, just to calm the mind for the day. Like, locked though, in. I'm locked in. That's six, how I start. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Every day.
0: What, uh, around what time you go to sleep? You don't mind me asking, like, how much sleep are you getting?
1: Lately. Lately, I've been doing good. Like last night I was in the bed by 10. The night before I was in the bed by 930. You Man, know, you're not playing around. But I've, Nine, I've, this is a ten. good week for me. This is good. But late. Like, it's not good. It's not good. Sometimes I get in the bed by midnight, you know, and, and that's late. That's late. I'm up at six, mm. you know, I'm up at six. And I may have an opportunity to catch a quick um, hour power nap at some point throughout the day, but sometimes I don't. So, like, I'm trying to do much better on getting to bed sooner so I can have better recovery, uh, so I can perform better. Okay. Because it's all about recovery and performance. performance. It's all about performance. Even if you're not, even if you're not a, an athlete that's competing, Everything is about performance. Like the it's day, about how it's about how your podcast is performing. That's what's gonna make people listen to it, right? Mm. But before that, it's about how they shoot it, right? 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 How they edit it. You know, everything is about performance, right? So, how can I perform better? Should I gotta recover more. Mm. I got. I need better recovery. You know, and that that's not even just for working out. Mental recovery too. If I'm if I'm at the computer crunching numbers all day because I'm working on finances, shit. especially mental, I, I could only have I only have a certain amount That's of hours where I could push it. After a while, even if, even if I'm gonna crash, I'm gonna crash. No, none of us are super superhuman. You know, you need to recover mentally, physically. You know, and I respect day. the process. Yeah, yeah. But like, could you uh
0: let the audience know? Uh, I, I want to know. But I, I this you're humble, dude, and you're like serious, but staying humble and the people around you are humble how do you do it
1: uh i mean i've been, i've been cocky before you know I've been a common place I've been a cocky ass kid I've been a cocky ass kid but you know cocky is really arrogant you don't want to be arrogant mm. you know so you you be confident you be confident but I think when you're confident it's when you're confident, it's easy to be uh, humble, right? Because you're confident. I don't. I don't need to boast I'm confident, fam. Mm. I, don't, I don't need to. You know, the, the people when you're that, confident, it's easy to be humble. It's easy to be humble I like when you confident. But when you're not confident, when you're not confident, now you gotta boast oh, a little extra bit. Stuff. Now you gotta do these other antics, okay? Right? Because you're not confident, right? Anybody's confident. Shit, I'm not tripping, fam. Okay, it's good. It's good. I'll, it's love, bro. It, re- it reveals some truth. Absolutely. Either way. Either way. Either way, so, um, yeah, I think I've been my confidence is something I've been working on my entire life, right? Whether it be my, from my physical appearance or or sharpening my mind, you know, or knowing where to be, you know, or being someone that uh, that people could count on, like all of those things build my confidence, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, I, I think we all, I think we're all, you know, directly or indirectly working on our own confidence every day. Yeah, you know, we're all trying to become more being confident.
0: challenged every day as well.
1: Yeah. But with those challenges if you even if you don't overcome the challenges you still gain more and more confidence to go back and do it again. True. Right? It's a win. It's that and that's a win. <laughs> and that's a win. So you could take that that's a lesson, you know? It's a lesson and you apply it for your next time up at.
0: Guys, yeah. you heard it from the man himself. You know, um, Omar Bolden, I'm going to put down his links in the description. Uh, yeah. also yeah. definitely check out Nice and Neat podcast, please. With Duke, Jalen, Omar, and uh, sorry, yes, please comment down below, share some feedback about the episode, guys. Yeah, yeah, um, like, share, subscribe. Anything yeah, yeah. else you want to leave the audience with? Nah, man, with yeah, camera, you guys right? just make sure, right yeah, you
1: guys just make sure, um, Give Max some great reviews on his podcast. What are, What are you live on? Are You on YouTube? YouTube and uh, all the other audio podcast. platforms. Yeah, yeah. So, so since I know, because we we just got live on ours, man. Make sure to write some reviews on the podcast app for for Max. Um, um give him five stars so he could get get some recognition um, and get featured um, on on the uh, the playlist that features podcasts on the homepage, man. I think that's important for all of us. We're all True. trying to trying to push our brand, you know, and and we get that from the help of the viewers and the listeners. So. Yeah, any anything that y'all could do to help boost this podcast, um, Big ups. I'm trying to Less encourage. Respect. Yeah, like we'll definitely
0: push each other, my brother. Yeah, love, it's bro. a pleasure, love. Yes,
1: bro. Likewise.